Holy shit. I can hear you crunching away. <laughs> Sorry, I think this is the only thing I've eaten today. Oh, well, you saw what I ate, so. And then for lunch, I, I had sushi and a salad, so. Well fed today. I see what you're doing. Hey, bare bedroom. And it's un- <laughs> un- fact on the other side of that wall. It's got a bed and a TV. PG-13-ify what I said at the beginning of this minute watching it. Holy mother Russia. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Brad. <laughs> and, uh, oh, wait, did I already say? Minute 38 of From Russia with Love. And this is the podcast. I'm not making us say our name again. And this is the podcast that takes the smoothest, suavest, most debonair chill in any situation. Bye, franchise around. Shakes it out. Shit. Fuck. I'm not really shaking. shook that one. Uh, my headset fell off very violently. Really, when really I shaking that one. Head. This time. <laughs> never stirred because this is bond minute bond <laughs> did this minute breath. um we get to see what the periscope actually does where it actually looks to obviously we knew it was important in the last minute because they had to kind of do it in secret so we knew this looked somewhere good probably infer that it's looking somewhere in, into the russians facility but it actually looks into a russian meeting room which they conduct a lot of meetings out of karen bay goes through the periscope first he says all right this person is the chief of security this person i forgot who the i forgot who the first one was i got director of military intelligence one's a chief of security one of them is one of his best agents there's a fourth person we can't quite see it but he's really you can you can see that he's reaming this guy out and he makes it makes the joke yeah saying, he is sorry <laughs> <laughs> makes the joke of too bad we can't can't hear as well as we can see so bond jumps in asks us if the the girl that he's looking for the one that's supposed to trade him elector ever comes in this room and karen bay says yeah sometimes she sometimes she drops off messages for these guys and then as they're talking about that the director of security i think it was kind of leans back and he can see who he's he can see the face of the other guy so karen bay jumps back on the periscope checks out um who it is he knows exactly who it is he's um another bulgarian killer he says and his name he tells him that he did probably the one that did the blowing up of his wall that he's that karen bay has run into him before and he's had some troubles but um he's been out of town for so long but now he's back he's been out of town for over a year and now he's back so he's pretty pretty confident that he's the one that blew up the wall he's pretty confident that he's the one stirring up trouble now that he's back all right so to go through it uh it was head of the table is general vasily director of military intelligence on the left koslovsky chief of security and Ben's one of his agents uh, and how the pronouns are used. I can't tell if it's Koslovsky's agents or uh, General Vasily's agents. But the main thing I want to say is uh, I call bullshit on them being able to turn that periscope because that's too fucking obvious. You did, like, I just assumed it was in a wall, you know, and just put the lens right there. Uh, and People. Yeah essentially but no you would literally have to take part of the wall out for it to be able to turn or have it stick out <laughs> and no and it's, it's also unnecessary because mm. that the framing of the original uh whatever circle that they're seeing they would have seen the fourth guy whose name is uh Krelenku. they would have they they would have seen him with the original angle or they could have done it so it would work yeah but, um so you you will get you will get some of your questions answered. I don't know if it's going to be the next minute or the minute after because 
Which if I remember the logistics of how this works, because it's, it's a rather long scene, if I remember right. You, you get to see how this works. If if not, okay, that's as far as I'm going to go. Eventually, you're going to see the logistics of this. I just don't know, remember exactly when. Fair enough. It's very convenient that uh, our boy Karen Bay can put in a fucking 10,000 pound, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I literally blanked on what it's called. The periscope, periscope. but yeah. not a fucking mic. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess eh, this is 1960s. I mean, I guess to some degree, but um, I mean, literally just whatever it's on or in the microphone that we saw in Bond's room, you could have had that with the cord yeah. going down. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a lot more that, that would have been more useful than this pair than the periscope. You know what I would have liked uh, just so assholes like me couldn't complain about it is just say, oh, we used to have a microphone or like it's a shame that the microphone broke years ago or something like that you know so that it was there because obviously if it breaks you can't go in and do maintenance <laughs> yeah or replace it like, that's fair enough yeah i mean i agree with that so now we we kind of have an idea of who the players are in the game that are in istanbul so we know about these four we know about romanovsky Ro- roman ramen noodles um <laughs> romanova romanovsky um so we know about those. I mean, this just gives us kind of a little bit more insight of who they are, what they do. And we get to kind of see that, you know, they keep better tabs on the Russians and the Russians really do them. And because I doubt the Russians have a periscope <laughs> that goes into Karen Bay's office. <laughs> what, watches them make the bones. The the camera angle that's showing Karen Bay and Bond like pulls back a little bit and there's a reverse periscope right next to it. <laughs> Be- behind them, watching them periscope. The Just like literally right. Yes. <laughs> Close enough that it's too obvious. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna eventually just make a Brooks esque Bond movie under the Bond Minute Bond banner. Yeah, the they the Russian in this scene, like they're in the periscope, Bond's behind Karen Bay, looking at Karen Bay like over his shoulder. Can't see anything, but it's still over his shoulder. And then have the Russians <laughs> drop their periscope on Bond's head and Bond be like, What is that? Like a like when like a boom mic hits him. <laughs> and just like bump and like looks around and he can't he doesn't see anything because he just turns around instead of looking up. Oh, that was very, very um, Bugs Bunny-esque. <laughs> I'd even be down if it was just a permanent fixture right next to it. And they just never... <laughs> and it's like poorly covered in rocks or something. <laughs> just an upside-down gargoyle st- statue. <laughs> <laughs> that randomly moves. They're like, yeah, I'm not sure why. <laughs> and the eyes light up red. <laughs> We don't have the budget for light up eyes. Oh, oh <laughs> damn it. But enough for the periscopes. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of this minute. I mean, it's more of an informational minute than anything. Um, a lot of talking for for a minute for one of the bond minutes, but it's more of informational, just kind of filling us in on the Russian side of things. So I, I'm this will be the last time I do this because I'm a broken record, but it's so confusing to me why we had 20 minutes showing the villainous players and then we're still having what I would consider normal uh, introductions of villainous characters once we normal got villains. normal bond. Well, no, the nor- the normal structure, like not he- dedicating the first 20 minutes to <laughs> telling us all about the villains with no hero showing up. Like I said before, and you probably laughed inside like, ha ha ha, fool. But I was like, okay, so we know literally every single villainous character we're going to see in the movie. That's what I thought. 
I didn't yeah. think we'd get introduced well, to three new guys suddenly, or four four new bad guys, and those other two that were following Bond from the airport. Well, at least in this Bond, they do a good job of showing the bad guy and the heavy right away. I mean, obviously, we know the, the bad guy is Agent 5 and Agent 3. We saw them. They're the one that told us the monologue, the whole plan. And then we got to see the heavy, which is obviously Buff and stuff, who they hired. So a lot of Bond movies, it's like we find out the bad guy. We find out who the bad guy is first, and then the, the heavy comes out of nowhere and kind of just drops in and, oh, shit, he's, here's the here's the heavy because they're you know, it's um, Michael Clark Duncan or whatever. Or it's, um, I forgot who the other guy is in Happy Gilmore with the nail in his head. <laughs> um, who's Jaws? I just don't remember the actor's name. Wait, I, I just blacked out for half a second. Did, <laughs> sure. did, were you saying Michael Clark Duncan has been in a Bond movie or what? Pretty sure. That might would be, be the coolest thing. I, <laughs> I wasn't yes. sure if you were. Let me Ooh. double check, but I'm looking at his face. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Okay. Because if I don't want to know which film he comes in, it it'll be a it'll be a long time. Honestly, that's uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be about awesome. we'll be about forty years old by the time we get that far. Hey, look at that. He's born in Chicago. That's so. I'm so happy for him. I mean, rest in peace. But uh, I gotta say, the funniest, or maybe the second funniest, I'm not sure. Dote from Michael Bay's commentary on the island was talking about uh he he got michael clark duncan to play a small part in the beginning of this film right after he won an oscar and michael bay was like yeah you wanna you wanna know how to be able to get a an oscar winner in here big dumb action movie uh discover him it wasn't (laughs) hey i'm glad you told me now because that sounded real i thought i would have heard of that and I would be really disappointed in five years yeah. <laughs> if we caught up to Daniel Craig. I was like, oh, because I just assumed he would be in the Pierce Brosnan films, just timeline wise. It was Julia Julius Harris. Racist. I mean, <laughs> they. Yeah, I, I would have rather uh, been. Yeah, that's wait, sucks. wait, what? Uh, How Julius. Do you oh, Julius. Okay, I thought you said Juliet. I don't know no, why. Julius. Um, his character name is T E T E H E. I I honestly see the re- resemblance. Yeah, I thought like, it was, I especially could, when he's got his sunglasses on in the red suit. If you said he was uh, Michael Clark Duncan's dad, I'd be like, why did they have different last names? And then that I'd be like, I would move on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's he's in Live and Let Die, which I think is the first or second of the Roger Moore. So that's what I'm saying. It'll be a long time before we get there. We got. Oh, yeah. If you had told me that Michael Clark Duncan was in a Roger Moore film, I'd be like, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He was pretty old when he died, wasn't he? Wasn't he like in his like late fifties, early sixties? Because because uh, um, yeah. Live and Let Die was nineteen seventy three. Yeah, but he was born in nineteen fifty seven, so he would have been like sixteen. Yeah. Okay. So, but I mean, and, and Michael Bay said that he discovered Michael Clark Duncan for his first movie role. <laughs> yeah, because so. he didn't start. Yeah, because when I looked at his IMDb, his first movie was like ninety seven or something like that, and I was just like, oh, that doesn't go back nearly far enough. <laughs> but yeah, that sucks. Wait, wait, wait. I remember the 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 heavy's name, but I don't remember who it was. Wait, wait. Failure on my part. So but that's that's, that's, that, that's a good movie too. Live and let die. Live and let die. I've yeah, never see. seen the movie, but I know the song. You know, it's Paul McCartney and Wings. I didn't know any of that. Yep. <laughs> I think I knew exactly what I said. <laughs> that was the full extent. <laughs> yeah. Um. That movie. Whew, when when we get that far, we'll have to remember that it was filmed in 1973, not in 2040. By the time we get there. Um. <laughs> oh. It, 
It. Uh, I will remain confused a, until we get to it's, what it's, you mean by that. It was filmed in 1973. It's a little shaky, and it did not age as well as one had, one had hoped um, with some of the racism and um, stereotypical I, racist characters. Stereotypical I know, racism. I don't know if I'll be using the correct term, but people make full understand. But I've heard that Roger Moore puts on yellow face essentially. Is that? Oh yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. I didn't know he, he yeah he um yeah characterizes himself as a japanese i see what you're saying by yellow i, I didn't know another way to say it yeah um, um but but he does it he does it I, i'm not justifying it i'm not trying to justify it i'm just saying he is undercover he does marry a japanese woman he is trying to stay low profile um trying to stay out of out of eyes so i'm not justifying why it's there i'm just saying you know the backstory to it being there but we'll that'll be again we'll be that'll be 45 years down the road <laughs> I think that's his like third movie oh, we're picking up pace yeah i mean if we do one a year i mean well we're definitely going to get to two this year good i'm i'm, I'm good with that I've, i i like bond movies i'm good <laughs> but uh on that note my name is brian i'm brian and that was money and i reminded myself to say leave a rating at the beginning of the minute and then i forgot <laughs> <laughs> every petty of it yeah it's it didn't it didn't age well live and let oh. died or didn't age well just based on the um, uh, that <laughs> ha, ha, yeah this very stereotypical like black gangster stereotypical like 60s black person jive they use jive turkey quite a bit just like yeah that was the one thing i was kind of thinking in the back of my head with charlie bartlett i was like they have a diverse cast and they don't you know or not not a diverse cast a diverse uh background cast um but i was like but i was like all the black people are wearing (laughs) do-rags every single one of them (laughs) i didn't notice that i mean they never do anything they never like use it to paint the black background characters with do-rags as like ooh, danger you know so yeah in in one sense it was positive you know you you let uh, african-american background characters wear something that previously was only reserved for bad characters <laughs> uh and yeah. don't don't have them do anything like scandalous that any of the other students don't do but all of the black background characters that i could see had do rags so in one in another sense it's like okay not uh, everybody's gonna be wearing a do rag yeah <laughs>